This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It is a Wednesday, a very quick week as we are getting very close to Christmas. Eddie Scazzeri is in studio again. What's up, Edward? Hello, podcast people. I'd like to clear up one thing that Boomer said before, because Boomer has this thing where he just kind of takes something and makes it his own right? and uh, is not true all the, all the time. Uh, just quickly, as he said that I don't like doing this with you, that's not true. What I said to him is exactly what I said on the air, mm-hmm. was that he saw me scrambling on the computer yesterday towards the end of the show when we do the Sports Minute, and I said, I've got to find topics because me and Eddie don't generally have a lot to talk about together if it's not space you know things that he's interested in the problem is i'm not really interested in that right so i'm trying to find some stories that might interest both of us common ground common ground it's a good way to put it to where he took that and made it his own so that having been said i do think uh yesterday's was very well received so you're like a podcast star people do like hearing from you so today i do have a couple of stories but before we do that i had some people on twitter asking questions of you of me okay because you are not on twitter and you will never be on twitter correct uh, you know, never say never. Never but, say never. You know, I, I, unless I am forced to for some work purpose, I, I don't see myself bothering. I would agree. Did you see what the former founder or owner, whatever, or CFO or CEO of Facebook said recently? No. That social media and the use of smartphones is basically killing the human race. Oh, interesting. In, in terms of relationships and, um, I don't want to say intimacy. I forget what the other word was. It wasn't intimacy. But in terms of the way people connect, mm-hmm. there's no more interaction. It's all stare down at your stupid phone. Yeah, there's a lot of that. You see it in the elevator uh, and not really exclusive to young people. I see people no, of all ages all. doing it. Our own boomer is wrapped up in his phone and his emails all sure. the time. So there's, there's something to be said for that. But, you know, it and could easily slide back the other way given some, you know, event. We had, uh, I was out to dinner one night with my wife and the kids and we looked over at a table and there were uh, a, a married couple with their, I presume their kids who were probably, it was a daughter and a, and a, and a, and a kid, uh, a boy, uh, their son, I would say ages 10 and 13, right, right about. And about 10 minutes into the, uh, the dinner, the appetizers came, and then in between, you look over, and the parents were on their phones, and the kids were looking at them as if, like, "What are you doing? Why are we here right. if you're doing that?" It's actually pretty funny. And so. when we go to uh, our little staff lunch later, uh, just sort of take note of 
who's got their phone out and who doesn't. Of the 10 people that will uh, be there, I will say half will have their phones out and half won't. Half meaning have them out where? On the table or out and open and reading them constantly? Uh, Out, open, reading them, if not constantly, because we don't have any 14-year-old girls except for Al. Um, Is he coming to the dinner to I, lunch? I, that's what I had heard that he was. Why don't you check your phone? See While if any you do that, Eddie, update. I am going to check only because it's. I think it's pertinent to the conversation. Sure. sure so continue while you were talking. While I text, you know, I will say, uh, Vicky, Natalie, Al, um, probably Boomer, although not so much, will have their phones out. I will have my phone with me. But I will have it in my little rucksack and will... Your rucksack? Almost certainly not even uh, take it out. What is a rucksack? How do you spell that? Uh, I think it's R-U-K, sack. I think it's just one R-U-K-S-A-C. of those little... R-U-K-S-A-C, rucksack. Uh, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. pretty good. All right, you ready for some questions? Surely. All right, so from Tim Eldridge, he would like to know, given Eddie's love of college football, what quarterback would you draft for the Giants if they were the number two pick overall? Look at you going to the sports knowledge for Eddie. Yeah, I, I would say the kid out of Wyoming, Josh Allen, would be my pick. As but, the number two pick overall. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right? But I, I I don't know if he's viewed uh, that way by most NFL executives, but uh, that would wor- be where I would go. All right. This is from, I don't know his name. He's the one that had this idea about asking you questions. Mm-hmm. He wants to know if you, and I know this is legit. I wasn't sure when I first saw it. He wants to know if you know what your Myers-Briggs type is and what your thoughts are on net neutrality are. My thought on uh, net neutrality. Why don't uh, you explain to the audience out there and me what net neutrality would be? I would think it would be just the, this is a guess. I don't really know. Again, I'm not really on social media and don't pay attention to these conversations that go on. But I would guess it means that uh, the Internet should be free and unencumbered. Uh, So that's what I and I would fully support that. All right. And the other was what what is your Myers-Briggs rating or type? I'm going to plead ignorance on that. Oh, you don't know what it is. No, do you? Well, only because I checked it out and me and Boomer did the test. Oh. It's what your personality is. There are 16 different personality types you could be. 16, really? Yeah, that's what it said. And he wanted to know what yours was. So, sorry, dude. Eddie's got nothing for you. Well, uh, perhaps I will do my own uh, investigation and maybe have an answer for tomorrow. You said that there's a way to go to take a test or something? Yes, I will will get you the the website in a minute. All right. Then from Amy, who uh, a couple people asked this, they'd like to know what kind of shampoo you use for your long, flowing hair. Oh, uh, just, you know, whatever the uh, uh, suave, uh, cheapest one is. Uh, not that suave is cheap or uh, a bad uh, or anything like that if you're a sponsor. But uh, just, you know, I really don't pay much attention. The wife gets that. I don't really give much thought to that at all. So that's it. All right, I'm not going to read. There's a few other ones that are kind of mean, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, go ahead. No. You can be mean. No. I can take it. No. Alrighty. Trust me, no. So we're gonna blast through the newspaper here. Look for some stories. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm curious as to what the uh, the uh, venom is directed towards me. The the meanness. No, there's cursing. No, it's oh. it's, it's not that Alrighty. it's mean and venomous. It's stupid and it's just not worth our time. That's Alrighty. All. So anyway, so have you seen these stories? Al and I have touched on this, and I only bring it up because I saw it in the paper again this morning. Have you seen these stories about these people that steal packages? 
off the front porches of people's houses. Yes, and and uh, to the point where I am looking out of the door because my wife gets a lot of packages. I'm sure she does for her yeah. home business, and uh, of course with the holidays, with getting more stuff, ordering gifts, and all that stuff. So I am actually looking out the door you know, once every 90 minutes, or if not more frequently, to see if there's anything there. So there was a guy in Middletown mm-hmm. that had seen a lot of these um, stories coming and going the last few weeks. So he went out and he bought those cameras that you put outside just because. And it turns out, uh, he doesn't have a bionic penis. Um, okay. It turns out a few days ago, I think it was Saturday, he caught a guy taking a package off his porch that was being left for the UPS man to pick up. Mm-hmm. The guy stole it, and they have the guy's face, and now they're going to go find the guy. And it leads me to a bigger question in terms of security with these cameras. Mm-hmm. You have an alarm in your house? I do not. You do not. Do you have security cameras no, outside? I do not. Creepy, not creepy? Uh, it, I think it... Um, I, I may be sort of a, a Pollyannish here, but... Right now, in my neighborhood, I don't feel the need. Although, my car was stolen. You know, this When? Is, oh, gosh. This had to be in the early 90s. From the town you live in now? From in, right in front of my house. Really? Yes. And it was my old uh, Camry that I had before I had, oh, gosh, uh, the Civic, I suppose, or whatever it was. Um, stolen from in the uh, front of the house, called the cops. And it's like, yeah, nothing really we can do. And then a few days later, it was found in uh, Jersey City. I was like, okay. And, uh, and then it was in the Jersey City impound lot. Right. So I had to go pay the uh, parking ticket that the person who stole my car had gotten. Oh. And then the fee to get it out of the impound <laughs> lot. Was the car destroyed? No, no. The only thing they, they did, uh, I always I keep a juice because I'm diabetic. So for hypoglycemic uh, um, episodes, I have a juice in there. Uh, and uh, he had uh, drank my juice and had changed all my presets from, uh, let's say, to maybe a more urban uh, stations uh, than I would listen to. So he, you know, and that actually, to me, more than anything else, that felt like a violation. I mean, uh, <laughs> dude, you changed my presets. I mean, come now on. you got to take a half hour oh, and change I all mean, the stations back. Yeah. That's for one time I had uh, a Camaro back in the day. I think it was my first car. And I'd saved all. I worked from the time I was really 13. Mm-hmm. When I was 13, I worked summers as a janitor, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. 13 and 14, the gas station at 15. And I had a lot of jobs and I saved up money and I bought a used Camaro. And I remember a friend of mine was like, you know, you really should have an alarm on your car. Like, I'm not spending money on an alarm. I'm like, you got a Camaro, you never know. Not doing it. So one day we're in one of the, um, it might have been Kmart. I don't remember, but they had the automotive section. Oh, you know what was Sears? Mm-hmm. It was in the automotive section, and they had portable alarms. I'm like, all right, I could go for this. I'm like, how does this thing work? So it was basically a motion sensor. You plugged it into uh, the cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. And it would charge while you drove. And on a full charge, it would be good for up to 12 hours. So if you parked your car and you were going out to dinner, you're going anywhere else, you had plenty of time that that thing would be stuck still in the cigarette lighter and it would have a line of sight in your car so that if there was any motion, it would just make this piercing sound. And we tried it and it was loud. Mm -hmm. So... I probably had it for about a month. And I'm thinking, ah, tough guy. I got an alarm in my car now, even though it was a portable one. 
And I remember parking it, school parking lot in high school, no joke, uh, at St. John Vianney in Homedale. And my spot, when you were a senior, you designated spots, numbers. Mine was in like the back corner of the lot. It was a great spot to have because you were away from everybody else. So I go into class one day, going to school. I come out after eighth period. And I had to go to my, this was in the spring, I had to go to my car to grab all my baseball gear for practice. Mm-hmm. So I go to the car and I'm looking, I'm like, boy, that looks weird. I'm like, that looks like my alarm smashed into pieces on the ground. I'm like, huh. I get closer. Sure enough, it was the alarm smashed to pieces uh, on the ground. Open the car, which was already open by now. They were at least nice enough to leave a note. Now, they took my, they stole the car stereo right out of the car. Mm-hmm. Other things I had in the back seat, and they left me a note. Hey, F nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice alarm system, you moron. Excellent. Yeah, it was very so funny. So, a thief with a sense of humor. It was a thief with a sense of humor. And I don't know that I felt like, you know, like you say, violated that. I, I actually laughed. And I felt like an idiot. Right. I felt like an F-nut and a moron that I actually thought that that was going to persuade somebody not to steal my car or break into right. the car. Right. Or, you know, they could just get in and as they're driving away, throw the screeching alarm out the window. He's <laughs> so stupid, though. Yeah. Well. And I think, too, if I remember correctly, I think I had such big balls with the whole idea <laughs> that I had an alarm. I think I left the windows and the door open because I was like, no one's going to no mess with gonna, this no car. No one would ever dare try to breach this. <laughs> what an idiot. This wall of defense. Yeah. So that was that was, uh, that was was not a good day. That was so, actually a very bad day. So to bring day. it back to your question, which led us down this little tangent road. Right. Uh, I think it's not creepy if you feel that you need it. Um, you know, well, see, you know, I don't think, but I don't think anybody ever really knows if they need it. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was in uh, Hazlitt Township, there was a house that was had their car stolen. Uh, the house was broken into middle of the night. They got into the basement, went to the first level, never went upstairs where the people were sleeping and the kids were, but they took a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at crime rates in that town. There's not much. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever know. I think it just happens. It does. It uh, can be totally random, good neighborhood, bad neighborhood. But I think if you feel that you need it and you know you want it, it there's nothing creepy about it unless you have it uh, pointed at your neighbor's bedroom window. That would be Well, that's creepy. a different issue, yes. yes. Well, speaking of needing and wanting, you know what I need and want? I need new tires for my car. And I'm okay. going to go to Phil's service center uh, in the next week or so. I'm going to get myself some Kumo tires. Okay. Now, I know you had a Toyota Camry. You have Mm -hmm. a Honda Fit now. When you're in the need, may I suggest to you, Eddie, that you get yourself some Kumo tires because we're talking traction, control. They'll keep you on track to your destination. And here's the best thing. You can actually choose your tire. You go to their website, Mm kumotireusa.com, and they will find a retailer near you. So it's all kind of cool. Kumo Tire, it's K-U-M-H-O Tire. Uh, USA.com. I used to work at a gas station and a service station, and I used to do two things aside from pumping gas. I used to always fix flats, and I used to do oil changes. Two things, very simple to learn how to do. Al has no idea how to do either. Right. But the tire thing was one I always found very interesting because there were, and I'm not going to mention the brand, there was always one specific brand that came in more than others. I can tell you which one it wasn't. It was not Kumo Tires. Mm -hmm. Kumo Tires, fantastic. I'm going to get myself four. If you know someone, you need a Christmas gift, or you just know someone that needs tires on their car, KumoUSA.com. Check them out. Me and Al love Kumo Tires. I was going to say another thing with the the car, and I forgot. All righty. Damn it. 
This would be the awkward pause. Well, that's all right. It's a podcast. Nobody yes, cares. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else. What else? Uh, what else for me? Yeah, what else? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing everything here. Okay, what well, else you got? Go, let's talk. No, so, what was your personality in the Briggs? A mediator. Liar? A mediator. I was a mediator. Someone, yeah, and uh, the description which I X'd out, um, the description was something along the lines of spontaneous, which is definitely, <laughs> I have that issue sometimes. I will just, one time, so we're talking about Kumo tires and cars. So I had a run, as Al will uh, point out often, I had a run of about four years where I had eight cars. Yes. Right? Every six months I was getting a different car. Yes. Um, Now, there are reasons for that. I'm not going to get into every one. A a few of them very legit. A few of them were just spontaneous. Like there's one I remember you hated the color. Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah, that that was a bad color, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Which one are we talking about, the yellow car or the blue car? The blue one. See, I like the blue car. Oh, okay. I did. Um, I got rid of that more so, if you remember, the first snowstorm. I couldn't drive down the block in it. That's a problem. It was like ice skating. And so my my son hated the color. I did not. The car I I gave back because of the color was the yellow Chevy that I got. I remember that too. I bought that car. I had it for four days and I called the dealership and said, this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And so they said, well, you bought the car. I said, well, how about I buy you another car from you if you take back this car? And they were good enough to roll back the whole deal and I bought another car from them. So right there, in fairness, that's two cars in four days. Not yeah. really fair. Well, I mean, that's still very impulsive. It is impulsive. The The, the most impulsive I ever was. <laughs> so I had... That car, after I had the yellow car rolled back, and I got the little Chevy mm-hmm. that, if you remember, me and Al were driving. So this is funny. So I got a little Chevy Aveo. I'm thinking we were here, and we were struggling to park. And I was driving a lot, a lot of gas in terms of mileage. I was spending a fortune on, on, on fuel. So I find the Chevy Aveo comes out. A little hatchback. Good car. When I called them about my other car that I wanted to send back, they said, well, what do you want? How do we know that you're going to get a car? I said, well, I looked online. I'll take this car. They said, all right, well, you're going to come down and test drive it? I said, no, I'll take this car. So I bought the car sight unseen, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a moron. I had that car. <laughs> I remember driving back home on the parkway, going through a toll booth and saying, what did I just do? <laughs> so... I remember picking up Al in Jersey City the next day, and he gets in the car, and he goes, oh, interesting choice. He goes, is this yours? I said, well, yeah, this is my car now. Now, you have a hatchback. It's yes. a Honda Fit. Yes. The difference is the Honda Fit looks like it could be for a girl or a guy. I think it's a it's a cool-looking car. The Aveo, while a decent car, and it was, really felt like I was driving a girl's car. And there's nothing wrong with that. Until me and Al were going to get in the car, and we were parked on Varick Street. It was probably June or July because it was warm out. Remember, we had short sleeves on. And (laughs) we were going to get into the car as I beeped it to open the doors. And these three very attractive women Mm -hmm. turned the corner right as I beeped the car. And there was one who looked at the car, looked back at us two. (laughs) At that moment, I looked at Al and said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. (laughs) So I'm driving home, and it's funny how life works. And I don't I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but that's for another day. That having been said, I'm driving home. My brother, who is working at a dealership, calls me and goes, Hey, I know you want a Chevy Avalanche. 
I just got one in. Great truck. Why don't you stop by and see it? Okay. So I drop off Al. I go right to the dealership and I trade it in the Aveo for the Avalanche. So I went from a yellow car to a tiny little hatchback that I couldn't even fit my golf clubs in to a monster truck, which was one of the best vehicles I ever had that got hit while parked. And biggest mistake I ever made was getting rid of it because I didn't want to spend the money to get the car fixed. Mm Mm-hmm. Really short side. That's the only regret I ever have in buying cars. Well, since I've known you, I think you've had like maybe eight or nine vehicles. Well, uh, yeah, I had I had seven or eight in that three year span. Although you've had the Prius for quite some time. I've had now. the Prius for over three years now. Mm-hmm. But but see, that's the funny thing. In and around that goofiness that I had, I had a I had a Ford Escort, and not the old grandma one when they made it a little bit mm-hmm. sleeker. I had that for, and I don't I don't mention years anymore. I talk about miles. I had that for 240,000 miles before it completely died. That's that's a good run. It was a great run. I had a little Toyota Corolla after the um, the Escort. I had that for 200,000 miles. I then got a Nissan Sentra, which I leased for three years, then gave it, handed it in, and that's when things got a little goofy on me. Mm-hmm. Now, since the goofiness, I've had this car for three years. So okay. I had probably five years with the Escort, four years with the Corolla, and now three years with this, and in between a three-year lease, pretty legit, normal stuff. Yes. The other stuff was crazy. Yeah, a little, 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 little nutty. Now, on the flip side, why don't you tell people about how many cars you've had in the last 20 years? Uh, okay. I had a, a Toyota Corolla when I got uh, married, and that was in 91. And I, had, I got into an accident with that on the Outer Bridge Crossing. Um, and it had about 221,000 miles at that time. Then I got my sister-in-law's Camry, the one that got stolen. Right. So I don't blame myself for that. No. Uh, but I had that. That was about at 190,000 by the time uh, it got stolen. Uh, and then in 04, I bought actually 03, October of 03, I bought an 04 Civic Hybrid. And I had that for 242,000 miles until 2014 when I bought the Honda Fit. And you have it for another seven more years. Uh, yes. Probably. Or until I die, whichever comes first. That's a fair point. And I, this car that I have, I, I bought this car, this Prius, I bought with 65,000 miles on it. And it's been arguably the best car I've ever had, mm-hmm. you know, to so far. When I bought it, I said, get me to 200,000 miles, 215, and then... I'll start looking, and I've just passed 200,000 miles in three, so it's 140,000 miles, and I've had it for about three and a half years. So you do you put put more miles than I on the well because of all the travel I do with at the time Columbia, and while not so much with Rutgers anymore, I still do a little bit of driving with Rutgers. Anything local that I can drive to, I will drive to, and even like little things like a couple weeks ago, I did the game for Compass Media Networks in Buffalo. That's 800 miles I put on in 24 hours. Exactly. So, yeah, I do probably 40,000 miles a year. And in terms of the other stability, instability, not that you're unstable, but uh, I, li- I was uh, born in, on Staten Island and lived in that house until I got married. And I have been in the house that me and my wife moved into since we've been married. So right. I've lived in two places. Now, I know you, since I've known you, I think you've had three or four different residences. Um, since you've known me, it Which would be goes back to 96, maybe. Five. Yeah. So yeah, 99, I got married and moved into a townhouse. Then we moved to brick in 2001, 2004, 
move to a house which we were in until last month. We just moved again. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it was a good run with this last house. Yes, it was absolutely. what four to oh seven, thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. Yeah, the only house my older son really knows until this one now. Right, and also I've had I've had one job since I've you know. Me too. I've been, I've been, out been of here. School. Well, you had the uh, you were at the morning wreck situation. That was in yes. I actually have had a lot of jobs. I, yeah. yeah, I had that. I had. Um, I did sports phone with Don LaGreca. Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones. Sports phone. Wow. I did sports phone. I did FM 106.3. I did this. I worked for 1010 Wins. Uh, Compass Media, which has been good. Rutgers, Columbia. Uh, Cinesport, the voiceover work. Yes, I which remember Which was that. great. That was, I mean, that was bizarre. A lot of late nights with that. Yeah, I've had a few jobs. Yes. Yes, you have. So, all good. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you. Uh, Alrighty. Chris Sheeran from Yes Network wants to know how long has it been since James Corn or James in Corn, New York, won the box office blitz? <laughs> it's been some time, but it has been within the last five years. I will say that. It has. Oh, yes. Absolutely. All right. We got to go. Uh, good job. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll have some more topics for you. Although sometimes I like just BSing with Eddie. So, uh, Which good? is kind of what today was. Yes, because quite frankly, I wasn't yeah. prepared. I had, you know, I did have a couple things, but meh. <laughs> Eh, eh. It goes where it goes. Not so much. We'll do Eddie's sex life tomorrow. All right. Uh, enjoy ah. your <laughs> enjoy your day. I'll All see right. you at lunch. See ya. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, very good Wednesday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Panera Bread and Noel Dukes again as he's recovering from hernia surgery. So Chris Lepresti sits in. Good morning, Chris. How are you? What is up? So hernia surgery, we'd like to report that Al is doing well. Uh, he got through it yesterday, although it seemed like for much of the day he was not having surgery because he was tweeting constantly <laughs> and also texting us to which you're thinking... A lot of time Why to are you kill. Off? Yeah, exactly. But he's okay. He had the surgery uh, back home doing well. Maybe he'll be back Friday. Are we in on that bet together, or are we opposed? No, it was Bobby and I against you, Eddie, so we're and opposed. Boomer. Yes, we are opposed. So you and Bobby very likely buying breakfast on Friday. I guess. Fantastic. All right, we got a couple of things we can go here. We can go baseball, basketball, or football. Pick. Football to start. Really? All okay. right. So well, why'd you ask me then? You that's know? a fair point. Jeez. All right. So we'll start with football. Uh, we'll get to uh, some other stuff in a minute. Tom Brady. Have you seen the? Uh, you see his book first of all, the TB12 method. Yes, I've not read it, but I'm aware of it. You're aware of it. You were. Are you aware of what's in it? Even though you haven't read it. A little bit. A lot about so, the diet and the lifestyle. Right. right? Yeah. He now has an app. Now Tom Brady is worth how much money? Would you say? Along with his wife. Along with the wife. Along with the wife. Oh my God! Like total value? Yeah. Well over a hundred million. Well, she makes about $60 million a year, so I would well, say that's conservative. They're probably worth half a billion dollars, okay, I would say. great. Why do you suppose Tom Brady is getting involved to release an app that is going to charge you $100, I'm sorry, $200 a year? Why bother? He's a driven individual, Jerry. Driven to do what? You already make released money. the book. It's enough. Win and make money. That's well, it. he's making a lot of money. Yes. All right, so the theories on the TB12 method are all about eating clean, but it's more than eating clean. There are certain things you just can't have, and it's this whole this sleep and, and rest, and you got to make sure your time, you know, the amount of hours you get. If I gave you this app, would you follow it at all? No, because doing what we do here would be impossible to do so. Well, I don't mean just the sleep. I mean the eating. Could you eat clean for, say, three days? Oh, yeah. I've done one of these. Thirty I've days. Done, mm, that's pushing it. I've done one of these body cleanses for two weeks, where 
nothing but smoothies? It's not even smoothies. It's like um, they call it the lemonade diet. It's basically fresh squeezed lemons, right. water, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. Eddie, how long could you go on a clean diet? Seriously, don't just say five minutes. For real. If I told you that it could significantly improve your health, give me an over under five days. Well, if we uh, want to allow for, you know, hypoglycemic episodes where I would have to break it, obviously, then Bobby, I'd... how long could you go on a clean diet for? Uh, believe it or not, if if you told me, like, if it was a health risk, yes, then I could do over five days. If you just said now, like, would you do it? No interest. So if you had this app, do you think you could follow it for five days is what I'm saying? And would you spend $20 a month on it? No. No and no. See, that's what I don't get. Nonsense. $20 is a lot of money. Like, how many people, even if you're a diehard Patriot fan, how many people are going to spend $20 a month on an app? I don't know. People with nothing better to do? You know people like free apps? Yes, they do. Anyway, so you've got that. That came out uh, yesterday we saw. And then last night at the Garden was actually very entertaining. So the Knicks took on the Lakers. And I don't like LeVar Ball because I don't like the attention that he has given. And last night he got boatloads of, of attention. I got to tell you, though, entertaining. Oh, it was tremendous. Did you? Do I need Spike Lee hugging Magic Johnson and LeVar, though? Are you a Knicks yes. fan or are you not? Well, I mean, really, have we gone down this road before? But come on, man. This is this is the way it goes. Did you at least, did you enjoy the spectacle that was LeVar Ball last night? Um, I enjoyed the game more so than LeVar Here's Ball. what I felt bad for, because there were people that were taking videos nonstop. And this kind of goes to his, I said to Broomer yesterday, kind of goes to his brilliance. As much as I don't like it, and now we're doing it because we're talking about mm. it, there are still photos, and then there's little videos online that you can find where everybody and their brother is sitting there filming him yeah. for the entire. It's like, oh, by the way, there's a game going on, but look at LeVar Ball and the reaction to everything that's happening on the floor, and he really has become a story to himself. No such thing as bad publicity, right? He's building that brand. And then you big feel, ballers. Oh, shut up with that. And then you <laughs> and you feel bad for his wife who's sitting there. She yeah. looks like just a nice lady who's just trying to keep quiet and watch her son. And he just becomes the star of everything. Yes. And, and, then the, and the other sons were there as well. Yes, who yep. will be going off to Lithuania soon. One is, I said 15 yesterday. One is 16. The other is 19. Uh, the one thing that also came out yesterday is the fact that the Lakers have asked him to shut up. Yeah. To which he told, uh, I think it was ESPN after the game, no. This is entertainment, man. We're having fun. And yeah. he's going to give his opinion. And then how about the fact he's coaching guys on the court last night? <laughs> So he didn't take uh, he didn't take the recommendation from Magic and Company too well. He is not taking the recommendation. No. His at son all. played well though. He did you well know, for I, three quarters. Again, I hadn't seen him play all that much. From what I saw last night, entertaining. He oh, was yeah. pretty good. I mean, look, he can pass the ball. He can defend, like we've talked about. He's just not the best shooter yet, especially from the free throw line. But that Get comes off with my experience. Shirt. Nice shirt, Jerry. Thank I, you, I missed the button down memo for today. Apparently, why? You're both wearing them. Jerry's wearing a nice shirt today. I like it. So, yeah, are, you. so are you. Looks like he has a big meeting today. You got a big meeting today again? I very well might. So he does have another big meeting, and you're always in your, well, you're in your Under Armour stuff. That's right. It looks good. Yeah. Are you starting the show early? You're somebody's father. No, I'm just sorry. I just. You're bored. I just decided to come in here. There's really nobody out there to talk yeah. to other than Chernoff, and I had to get away from him. <laughs> so no, Brian, Brian Jones comes up to him, and uh, Chernoff like cowers. And Brian Jones says to him, he says, why do you always look at me like I'm a threatening black guy when I come up to you? And I just looked at Brian. I said, well, you're threatening him and you happen to be black. So what do you expect him to think? Well, Brian could also break him in half. Uh, yeah. Brian is As so you funny could. out there. It's just so funny watching the interaction. And, uh, yeah, so I had to come back in here and listen to you, idiot. So. Oh, that's very nice. Good to I have appreciate you. The support. That's awesome. Okay, so oh, let's get, get I don't want to interrupt, guys. Let's get, well, no, you already did that. Let's get to the baseball. Um, I wanna, I'm want i going to give you the floor for a second. Oh, wow. Because coming up at 6 o'clock, although Boomer decided to start your show early this morning yes. before 6, we're going to do a lot of this. 
Explain to me the Mets game plan. Go. Floor's yours. There isn't one. Don't spend money. That's the game plan. No, I'm serious. And make jokes about it. I'm, sta- I'm serious. I, listen, if you listen to – and you will. I mean, we'll have it for you at 625. The combination of – well, really more so Sandy Alderson. I'll give Mickey Callaway a pass because we haven't actually seen him do anything yet. So he obviously has a plan for how he's going to handle his pitching staff. Maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. But I give him the benefit of the doubt because he's yet to actually do it in the regular season. But Sandy Alderson, it almost feels like he's trolling the Met fans at this point. I agree. Like he's getting some sort of sick enjoyment out of it. It's, it's disturbing. like it's funny. Yeah. Here's a, here's all we heard for weeks was that we like Brian Shaw. We're gonna go out and get Brian Shaw. Yeah. Where'd Brian Shaw go yesterday? <laughs> the worst part. The you Colorado can... <laughs> Rockies. Then we hear Tommy Hunter's on their radar too. First of all, people out there might be saying, "Who the hell is Tommy Hunter?" Next, the Mets don't even get him. Right. Phillies. He goes to the Phillies. So if you're a Met fan, we'll do this. I'm sure throughout the morning, you've got to just be flat out disgusted with the lack of anything. And then here's the thing I think that's most disturbing. Manny Machado is available. Mm-hmm. Christian Yelich, probably available. Marcelo Zuna, available. Why are the Mets not attached to any one of these stories ever? Do they have the pieces in the minor league system to pull off a deal for any of those Why guys? not? I don't know. I mean, Alderson you can told with, us that they don't, they're not brimming with prospects. Manny, can they make a deal? Manny Machado wants to play shortstop, right? Okay. All right, we start with Ahmed Rosario. We go from there. Well, I mean, I don't understand I why you don't have the pieces to make a move. Do they have 100 pieces? No. But could they come up with some guys? I would think so. And even if they don't, could you just humor the Met fan and say you made a phone call so right. that one of these reporters can put in the paper, the Mets checked in on Manny Machado? Kick the tires? Why not? Yeah, it's just the whole thing. And, I, I, you know, for years I sat here and I tried to defend them. But you get to a point you're watching this like, guys, wake up. Do something, and they're not doing anything. And then you got the Yankees attached right. to Manny Machado, and it, which I think yeah. is a pipe dream right now at this moment because I don't think the Orioles would do that. But the Yankees are busy. I mean, they're busy. They're 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 actively looking and to make And everybody gets rid of Chase Headley. Yeah, I mean Clears it's unbelievable. And they're paying his salary. Yep. So Brian Cashman, 2018 know, executive of the year. I know Boomer doesn't like Brian Cashman. I think once he said that he sucked once or twice. I think yes. Boomer said uh, he doesn't. He has been fantastic. What's the matter? That is totally inaccurate. It's not inaccurate. It we is, play the clip all the time. I, yeah, well, that it came that out of your grip, mouth. I'm acting as if I were a disgruntled well, Yankee fan that. saying unauthorized that. Audio. I mean, I just it heard is you unauthorized say it. audio. It's it's played at the wrong times. And Brian Cashman sucks. Yeah. Man, that's pretty cut and <laughs> dry to me. Yeah, that's not me saying that he sucks. That's me acting as it's as I think if you I want were a disgruntled Yankee that. fan like four or five years ago mm. saying that he sucks. You should probably retract that because he's done a really good job. He's done an unbelievable job. And I told you last year, you know, that he was the executive of the year, which ultimately he ended up winning. So he's done a great job so stop putting words in my mouth boomers backpedaling well brian cashman sucks yeah okay all right we'll take a time out when we come back hey more of boomer no doubt this portion is brought to you by panera bread get a panera bread gift card this holiday season for every 50 dollars in gift cards purchased you purchased you'll get a 10 dollars bonus card for more details visit your local bakery cafe back in a moment on the fan it's the dynamic duo of alan jerry on the warm-up show Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by ESPN. Last night, Knicks beat the Lakers 113-109 in overtime. Entertaining game at the Garden, no doubt. The Nets beat the Wizards 103-98. Good win for them. The Devils with a 5-1 win last night as well. This portion brought to you by ESPN. The college football playoff semifinals, number one Clemson versus number four Alabama and number two Oklahoma versus number three Georgia. New Year's Day starting at 5 p.m. on ESPN. I have a couple more minutes here with Chris Lepresti, Al Duke's out having hernia surgery yesterday all went well did you see the tweets from jose canseco 
And, you know, I understand we're very sensitive, and I know that, and there are some things you can probably joke about. Sexual harassment, probably not one in this day and age. Yeah, lay off that. A couple things. One, he couldn't be dumber. And two, why do the A's feel the need to have to release a statement in regards to a player that played for them, I mean, 20 years ago? And played for various other teams. Yeah, I think think he's going to work for them on their TV broadcast. But that's for for Comcast. That's not for the Oakland A's. Just because he works for a TV network in the Bay Area does not mean that he works for the organization. And the A's don't have any ownership or connection to that, I would assume. I don't think they do. So if that's the case, like you almost feel bad for the organization in a situation where I, listen, he put out a series of tweets. There were probably five or six of them. One was dumber than the next. (laughs) To me, it should just be, I don't know, the fact that they've got to actually put out a a message and distance themselves from Canseco, it's it's, it's a shame. Maybe they didn't want to look insensitive considering the subject. No, the whole thing is just stupid. Everything going on with NFL Network and the fact that this dummy Keeps putting stuff out, and this is not the first time he's done this. Yeah, that's the thing. So I don't know. Do the A's have to put out a release, a release a statement every time Jose Canseco yeah. puts his foot in his mouth? They just probably have a template ready to go for when he says. They must, something because dumb. I think from reading the stories, they did it pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, so you have that. The NFL Network thing is a mess, as we now know. Uh, and what else? So we got Boomer coming up at six o'clock. Pretty much out of material for the warm up. I got to be honest. Okay. You know, you give me nothing. Well, oh, I give you nothing. You give me nothing, really. What do you want? I gave you the. I mean. Canseco, right, he's an exactly. idiot. He's a moron. What's that, you Bob? Rail Bob, on him put your mic on. Him. There was an example of him giving nothing. <laughs> Great. Exactly. I can bring up Jesus to Eddie again. That seemed <laughs> no, to work well no, yesterday. No. Don't do that. No more well, with I that. I can tell you this. We will have Here's lots of know. good Sandy Here's what Alderson, I know about that. Mickey Calloway You were trying audio. to make that moment of the day yesterday. No, it was. We were already in the 9 o'clock segment. Mm, I make will sure you're locked in.